Hello, welcome back to Espresso Thoughts Podcast. We are here having quite the lovely little afternoon Sunday party. We have fresh squeezed juice made by yours truly. It is carrot, lemon, grapefruit, celery, cucumber. So we have juice, we have some tater tots, but it's not like normal tater tots, it's like ancient grain millet tater tots. They're like healthy tater tots. You can find all these items at your most expensive store in town. Okay. <laughs> um, so we have fresh squeezed carrot vegetable juice. We have some millet tots. Healthy tater tots, guys. We have some cheese pepperoni pizza. Four cheese. That four four cheese. cheese. So it's like fontina, parmigiana. Provolona. Provolona. Cheddar. Mozzarella. Oh, chev, mozzarella. Cheddar. And so we have some nitrate-free organic pepperoni on it. And Andrew is munching yeah. down. Andrew's he is munching down. Eat. And Valerie, to my left, is stuffing tater tots in her mouth <laughs> out of nervousness. Because she says she just doesn't know what we're going to talk about today. And I wasn't anyway. prepared. Welcome, Andrew. What do you like to say to everyone? Yeah, guys, it's fun to be back. Um, last time we talked, had a game show. Would love to hear what everyone thought about that. So please comment, let us know what you thought. If you have any ideas, um, it needs some work. As yeah. far as we need to learn how to do it a little bit better. Well, you but, wouldn't let me explain the rules before. No, I don't mean you. Oh, uh, like in general, yeah. it's like the chemistry of the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this this last week actually has been quite a whirlwind. I would say for us. Um, I ended up actually putting my two weeks notice at my work, so I am pursuing another line of work, and we also showed someone our house this week, so, that we have on the market. So we've been a little busy, a little crazy. What do you think, Raquel? I've been trying to savor my last weekend of normalcy before I go into working all the time and slowly hitting my life. I know that sounds so depressing, and I'm not serious, and I'm... I need to be positive and, you know. Good vibes. She likes to work a lot. She's a workaholic, but oh, I don't know, guys. Anyway, Valerie, how was your week? Uh, my week was good. I worked a lot, came home, got kicked out of my bedroom because my <laughs> grandparents came over. Aw. So. so mommy's like, you're out, girl. You're yep. out. Yep. That's picked, always the worst. Picked a lot of blueberries and, yeah. Have you seen The Lion King yet? I have. I went out to a movie and saw it. How was it? It was really good. I 10 of 10 to, re to recommend. Nice. Yeah, I want to see it too. Which I've... showing did you go to? What time? 4 o'clock p.m. Wow. Oh, yeah. You guessed it. We looked up all the time that and they you were, were going to go and then no. like, yeah, I know. And I said, bet you a thousand bucks you went to the 4 o'clock showing. A thousand bucks? Mm -hmm. We didn't shake on it though. So, no legal obligation whatsoever. I wouldn't have been surprised if you guys. What was your shown favorite up. moment in the movie? My favorite moment. Without was... too many spoilers. Okay, I'm trying to think. Oh, my favorite part was the "I just can't wait to be king." Song. Mm. I just can't I loved wait it. to be king. That's a good one. Mhm. Mm Try to sing it the way the lion. I, I can't. I. No. You had to give your best go at it. I can't. Why do you like that song? What about it resonates with you? I just thought that it was really well put together and 
Yeah. It seemed organized. It did. The song seemed organized. Yeah. It didn't Not like, just the song, like the, the animals. The animals were organized. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, my favorite moment of Lion King, it's not that I, it was, I just can't wait to be king. And it's not because I like resonated with his journey and, and how he was finally like coming to this point of positivity in his life. No, I liked that moment in the movie because it seemed organized. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you seen the original, it just the old clean. animated yes. one? Yes, it's been a while though. Yeah. Did you think that it transferred over well? I think it did. I think it I was think better. Beauty and the Beast really? sucked yeah. in that area. I like Beauty and the Beast. I thought Beauty and the Beast was good. Not compared to the Disney movie. The I, Disney version think, ended up being so much better. I think they did what Sorry, better. The old version. Yeah. Remaking it. You know what's weird is reviewers and critics. Rotten Tomatoes is like a well-known critic of movies and stuff. Whatever they post. Any movie that they post low on, I love and everyone loves. And any movie that they post that says was really good is horrible. Yeah, because they're rotten tomatoes. They don't yeah, have good taste. They're so dumb. I don't get it. They should definitely not be in any sort of like recommendation thing whatsoever. Unless I'm Neither just should it like the Grammys or all those Tony's awards. I'm like, how did this person win this? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except when Taylor Swift wins. Anytime she wins anything, I'm like, yeah, she deserved it probably. Hmm. That's All right. Do so you have a game for us? Well, before the game, I want you guys during this whole game time, because I don't want to come up, I don't want to be like, hey, think of this moment in your life, or think mm-hmm. of a moment in your life on the spot where you're like, oh, I can't think of it. So, yeah. right now, you're going, and then we're going to discuss it later, you're going to think of a time where you made a decision that you regretted afterwards. Okay. And we will just, we'll discuss it later. So just as we're talking, just think about it. Um, so that way when I ask you later, you're not just, oh, I'm on the spot. I can't think of anything. So, all right. Number between one and ten is the game. All right. One being that you never think about it. And ten being you could never go a day without either thinking about it or doing it, whatever the question is. Okay. okay? You're both going to kind of give me a number. Is this like called Strange Addictions? No. No. <laughs> no. That's a good name for it, though. I know. Um. Uh-huh. Biting your nails. And then you're going to end up having to, like, kind of tell me a little Scratching bit about, like... your butt. What? <laughs> I can't go a day without thinking about it. <laughs> I don't do it anymore, but I have to think about it. All right. The first question. How important is hygiene? One out, it's, one it's to ten. ten. It's a ten. I think about it every single day. And if I, if I brush my teeth or something, and if, like, my nails are breaking and gross, I just can't feel happy. And, uh-huh. And, like, I'm not thinking about, like, yeah, no. If, like... I'd say a nine because there's just days that you wake up and you don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, there's moments where it's like, you know, I don't have time yeah. to take care of myself the way I need to. But it doesn't make your day go better. I agree. Yeah, it's a ten. But so, I'd say nine just because. Okay. Because those weekend days where you just throw on your PJs and right. you just don't even care. But exactly. see, to me, yeah. that's the moment I choose. I choose to be like hair gently combed with my little comfy sweater on and like I said hygiene just not. a little lip balm <laughs> okay whatever okay in style how important is it that your significant other be taller than you taller? was that was that important 10 it's a 10 because i'm a really short human and that makes Do you me feel sound like that's like most females believe that mm, i'm gonna say an eight i'm gonna say an eight because really, you could have dated someone maybe that's 4 11 I, maybe i fell in love with like a cute little dwarf i don't know man or a woman never ah. know I'm just going to, I don't believe this, but I'm just going to say eight. This is important, but I have to make exceptions because you never know. That's true. It would be weird, like they'd be a midget if they were smaller <laughs> than me. 
They were. Ten. Very important. I was going to say, what do you think the most females think? Are there any males you know that are taller than you that you really like? Honestly, Valerie? most males are taller than me. Most females are taller than me. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Okay. How important is it that you have savings in your bank account? Ten. Um. Uh, you're in high school, Val, so this is... ten. It's a ten. Even when I was, like, still in school and stuff... I still had to have, like, savings. I had to, like, 500 bucks in my bank account for a cushion. Yeah. Well, what did you use it for? Or what was it a cushion Loaning for? to my sister, my older sister, mm -hmm. mind you, when she needed some extra money for something that I never got paid back for another three years. Uh-oh. I should not have said that. <laughs> That's okay. Well, what did you lend her money JK, for? JK, I was kidding. I lent other people money, too. I'm not pointing fingers at anyone. <laughs> oh my gosh. So pretty important though. No, I'm I'm kidding. No, savings are important. Just just like if, imagine if you really want to do something and you don't have any money for it. Mm -hmm. You really need to buy something. So I think savings are important at any age. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, I know that most people say it's good to have at least six months worth of savings to cover your monthly expenses in life in case I something bad happens. I think once you're a full functioning adult and you actually have expenses and you have a job, you need to have. A g enough money set aside that if you had to stop working or you lost your job, you could still easily survive without having to worry for another six, for like six months. Mm -hmm. Most people never ever save like do that. Or like some of kind people. of freak accident. Yeah. Yeah. Hospital bills. I tried to tell Andrew this, and he's like, "What? That'll take me forever to save that much money." I'm like, "I know, but you could try." Hmm. <laughs> Retirement fund. Exactly. We're good. Um, That's different. A retirement fund and a savings is very different. Yeah, okay. They're used for two different things. Raquel is taking the walk of shame to go put her phone on mute so it doesn't ting anymore. Um, how likely is it that you guys will become a millionaire in your life? Um, what do you think? I'm thinking a 10, a 9, 10. Now, there's different ways to be a millionaire. You can physically have a million dollars, or you could say... Well, I own a house that's well over a million. We know assets, okay. assets, assets, we know. Good, good, good. <laughs> there's called net worth, and then there's actual, like, how much money is in your bank account. Mm -hmm. So, we know. <laughs> so, you think 10? You're confident. Yep, 10. I'd go with, like, a 7 or 8, probably. Think you want to be a doctor, though? Yeah, I want to be a doctor, but I, like, I don't You know I don't they know. make, like, six figures? Yeah, I know. And then you're going to be a millionaire, baby. But I'm going to have a lot of college debt to pay off, so I'll pay that all off, and then... And then by that, she'll have, a, like, a boyfriend to pay for. Yeah. So yeah. husband to pay He's for. He's just going to sit around I'm going to be a games. millionaire in no. my luxuries in life, like going on vacation and owning a house. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, how important is your career to you? One out of ten. What is exactly do you mean by that? Um... You're talking about how important is it for you to be financially successful in your mm. career? How important is it for you to be love your career? Just like you don't mean, you're not specific about it. You just mean in general. In general. Because people, in ge uh, general, I would say, um, in general, I will say nine slash a nine. Yeah, career is pretty important. Mm -hmm. Nice. What about you, Val? Hmm. You feel career motivated? I think a 10 probably. I think it's important to have a career. 
and I just one think, that you like mm-hmm. and you're passionate about? Well, I just think when you say that question, are you talking about how important is it to have a have a way to make lots of money, aka a way a career? That how, how important is it you to have a lucrative career, or how important is it you to have a passion in life? Like, what are you asking here? You know, you could t- a person could answer it either way. Yeah, they could answer it as how important is it for you to have a passion, or how important is it for you to have be busy, job. or how important is it for you to have a you know very is, successful lucrative career. You know, basically the question is: is, is having an actual career, which normally a career is like. A anything, job. It could be no. literally anything. Mm. You could start your own hat business and say it's super successful. That's your career. You're an entrepreneurial career. Yeah. 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 Like a career. Are you starting anything. a hat business? No. Okay. Good. All right. How important is your health to you? Ten. Oh. Because I'm not saying I always treat it like it is, but without your health, you can't really enjoy any of the other things in life. You can't even be there for other people in that important to you in life. Yeah. Yeah, it's important. Well, you vow. I'd agree there. I think being healthy and staying that way is important. For your kids, for, for your mom, the people around you, and just your yourself. Spouse, for your friends, for everything. Yeah. For everybody. All right. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. How often do you listen to music? Probably every day. Yeah, but oh, do you like ten, do you go ten. every day thinking about it? No, you're not thinking about it every moment of the day. We've had so many tens. I want us to go oh, some yeah, other yeah, numbers. That, that's so true. You don't you don't go and think no, about no, it. No, I don't think about it all think the time. I would say music for me is seven because I use it almost every day, but I don't really think about it like anymore that much. Mm-hmm. I use it. I don't really think about it. So I'll say seven. Well, I'm you there, saying eight because I use it a lot. Like me, me too. I know, but <laughs> anytime I drive anywhere, no, no, my I, seven. I'm working out. I know it's gotta be. An listen eight. to it at work every single day. If I'm just in my room, I listen to music. Like in your room, you just listen to music. Yes. you don't like listen. Well, I, I like watching YouTube room. in the background when I'm at, in my like, around the house. I do that when I'm washing the dishes. I watch YouTube. I watch YouTube. Um, how important is YouTube? A ten? No. No. <laughs> Like a five, maybe. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite YouTube channel, Valerie? Um, that you've obsessively <laughs> watched, so you keep up with what's going on on the YouTube channel. It's pretty embarrassing. It's okay. It's not embarrassing. Just tell us. We um, all watch it. We'll That's the why they have that. millions of views. <laughs> um, Emma and Maggie McDonald. I watch them they all do? the time. They they just like they vlog about like lifestyle and healthiness and workouts and all that kind of stuff. And they're like Abby sisters. and Maggie McDonald. No Emma. Emma and Maggie. And Maggie. Do you watch the LeBrant family? Um, I used to, but not anymore. Why did you stop? It got boring. Did you really t- comment boring. telling them that they got a little boring with what you stopped no. watching? <laughs> no. But you used to be obsessed at one point. I remember. I did, and then they had their baby, and I was like, "Ah, oh, uh, babies bore everything." The whole excitement of a young couple getting married was lost in <laughs> the disenchantment of having a second child. Right. Yeah. How important is following your favorite celebrity on social media? Do you check up on them every day? See how they're doing? I generally enjoy following people, like famous people, on. Or, like, people I follow that are more well-known mm-hmm. on Instagram or social media more so than people I know because 
People I know never post interesting things. <laughs> a, a couple of my friends do post interesting things, but it's not like every day. It's once in a while. I do like seeing that. I disagree. It's just like a four. Yeah. Like, it's not important. It's just like interesting to look at. Only time I really like, it's like if there's something going on, but more like the people in my life, I would say. Like your friends? That's because yeah. you're in high school. I would say Probably. a 10 on this category would be you have like them on your push notification that you get notified. They're not really celebrities. They're just people I like, something about their life. Since I like seeing, I enjoy following them on social media. More but if you're not like waiting for them to post and then you get notified, then you click like the Like if my friend like, posts a picture of her and her significant other, oh my goodness, you are my boo. I love you. I don't care to see that. <laughs> like I don't care. But like if someone I know posts a cool picture of like their house or something food they made or like something where I'm like oh that's so cool I want to do that someday or own that house someday <laughs> be that successful someday no oh I like or like things that inspire me that are like positive yeah. like maybe someone you know like post hey having a great day and then someone comments oh you're the most beautiful amazing person in the world I can't imagine life about you Wait, like those kind of people what about it what are we talking about would you like comment ever on those at all, or? I really don't ever comment that much on things. I know, me neither. It's kind of terrifying. All right, number nine. How important <laughs> is your love life? Uh, are we talking romantic love life? Your love life. <laughs> just love life, whatever that means to or you. Or is it like your family and your friends? Just your love too. life. Mm -hmm. What is love life? Mm -hmm. So it's so it's romantic. Romantic interests. Mm -hmm. The potential of them. Mm. I think From it depends how old you are. We're well, not asking you that question. I think if you're in high school or younger, how it's important? really not that important. So one to ten, what's the scale? Um, if you're in high school or below, I would say like a four. Mm-hmm. No, like a three. No, we're asking you, Valerie. And if you're in high school or above, or no, 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 if you're above high school, like nineteen or above. We're at high school. I said that. High school say. or below. It's, it's like a five. three or a four. No. It's actually it's it's not existent. It's really not that important <laughs> unless it's, it's important just... important 0%. Hmm. Important info. I don't think it's important, no. And I think if you're older, I think it's more important. More like an eight. What about but you, you don't need somebody ever. What's your um, number? It's kind of weird. Like, uh, to me... Mm-hmm. It's important in that, um, what do you mean by, yeah, I don't know what you mean. Like a relationship with my significant other? Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the, love it's, it's, the relationship with my significant other is a 10. It's very important because it affects everything else, probably. But. Your love life. My love life. Having one or how good like it is? Like romance. How important things, is your love life? To me, it's, it's important. There's a thing. I don't care to have one if it's not going to be great. Mm. Like, I assume not have one, and that's fine with me. I think it'd be fine to not having one. Yeah. But if I'm going to have one, it has to be important and it has to be good. Yeah. Good answer. Like, that's how I feel. Yeah. You're good. Big, I big, 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 big. I never have a romantic relationship with someone that, that's just like a relationship that's just like a five or a four. Like, yeah. what's the point? Just be friends. Definitely. All right, final question. How important is your decision-making in everyday tasks? Do you think about your decisions? 
Yes. In everyday tasks. Unfortunately, yes. One to ten. Give me a number. They stress things out because every day you have to make decisions, put out fires. It's a lot. Like a nine, probably. Yeah. It literally yeah. like your whole decisions day affect your entire day. But do you consciously like think about them? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, oh, I'm I making do. a decision. That's yep. big, big. I don't time. like making yep. decisions. Yep. It's like a ten Damn. as far as you possibly I did not have to make that. them. It was you. <laughs> it wasn't. All right. Cool. Um, so, do either of you guys have answers to the time that you made a decision that you regretted? Nope. Okay. Keep thinking about it. Keep thinking about it. All right. Um, what tends to go through your mind when you need to make a decision? I got it. What tends to go through your mind? If a decision opportunity comes up of like, hey, you know, what do you want to do here? What do you want to do about this? Or what do you think about this? Or let's go do this. What do you think? What, go, Wait. what normally goes through your mind? What's the whole process of making a decision? Whether the work effort involved... The work if the If the positives outweigh the negatives. That's okay. what goes through my mind. It's, because you're asking the general question, I'm just going to give you a general answer. Mm-hmm. Do the positive... Positives outweigh the negative. Do the results of this outweigh the effort put in? Mm-hmm. Ge- that's a general answer, yeah. That's, yeah. What I, that's what goes through my mind. Okay. What do you, Val? What goes through your mind? I think if you're making a decision that's not like, just like an everyday one, if you're making a decision about doing something, mm-hmm. it's important to think about the future, I think. Yeah. That's a very good point. How will this affect your future? Now, let's say that you have a, you and a group of friends are together. You guys are going. You're hanging out. You're playing beach volleyball. Okay, that's over. Now you have to decide. Okay, one of your friends is like, hey, where do we want to go out to eat? Or where do we want to go grab some food? And so your whole decision process, what would you start to think? I would start to think, where can we... Enjoy a nice meal with friends where we can get good food, good ambiance, enjoy it so that the time and money spent on the outing doesn't outweigh the fun, it's a very logical thinking. bonding time with friends. Yeah. Because if you have a stressful wait a long time and the service is really bad and the food is really bad and it costs a lot of money, you don't actually get a good bonding time with your friends. And so I, again, think do positives outweigh the negatives. <laughs> what are you doing, Andrew? Oh, I was, got a little belly roll going on here. I'm trying to figure out what, where it came from. How about you, Val? What do you think? Roll. Um, if I'm deciding where to eat, it really depends on what I'm in the mood for. Yep. Do you guys ever think about, like, what if other people... If I'm feeling fat, I... <laughs> What, what just happened, Raquel? <laughs> I forgot I was in a room with other people. <laughs> I was just like, I'm home. <laughs> You guys ever think about, like, what other people might want? Like, maybe more potentially passive individuals that don't necessarily want to voice their opinion. Like, you might have a friend or two that are very quiet, but you know what they tend to like and dislike. Do you ever take that into consideration? Like, oh, Sally over here. Yes, all the Generally time. doesn't like pizza, so I probably shouldn't suggest a pizza place if I'm a more dominant personality. Yeah, definitely. It's really awkward when you're, like, in a situation and someone doesn't like it, but they won't say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't want to do something, but they won't say. 
because they don't want to be like shunned from the group. Like everyone's like, oh. I don't goodness. really relate to that because I don't really. I'm not in those scenarios ever. I don't like hanging out with a large group of people where I'm like, what do I want to do? And then like, there's like Sally and Billy and Jane who are like, <laughs> oh. I feel like we're not gonna get included in this. I, like I don't ever have that scenario in my life because I don't have friends. It's a scenario that I get put in whenever we're hanging out with people. And they're like, where do you want to eat? And I have to think, well, where's an organic place my wife might want to eat at? And then I'm the one that has to try to come up with an answer. No, it's very true. If we're with your family. Or friends. (laughs) Or friends. Yes. And we're going somewhere where I absolutely cannot eat the food. I will go. And I will be happy. I'm just not going to eat. Because I'd rather not eat than eat something that's going to make me sick or feel bad. It makes it a little awkward, though. Why? For what? You're not eating. No, I'm not... Look. I agree. It's a little awkward. No, it's... I get that, but it doesn't matter. It's yeah. me who has to deal with the health consequences of eating the wrong food. hmm It's not them. They're not going to get hurt by it. If I eat a bunch of food that's going to make me feel bad and me have gas for 10 days, Oof. it's me that has to deal, live with that. They don't have to live with that. Yeah. So, I get... But, like, no. you sh- That's like saying you should drink this beer because... It makes me feel awkward that I'm drinking beer and you're not drinking beer. It's like, no, if I don't want to drink, get over yourself. I'm not going to make you feel better about your bad decisions because by doing it too. If you are insecure about eating this kind of food, then you're insecure about it. Don't tell me I have to eat it too to make you feel better about yourself. No. If you want to eat this food, you can. If you want to drink, you can. If you want to do this, you can. But don't say I have to do it too to make you feel better about yourself. No, you can do that and I can do me. I can make my choices, you can make your choices and we can all still be friends. Yeah, I understand. That sounds very valid. Um, what is the driving force behind your decision-making abilities? Not sure I was going with that question. Not sure either. <laughs> I think what he's asking is what causes you to make your decisions? Is it emotional? Or logical, there it is. Yep. Is it logical? Is it is it I'm so excited oh. to do A over B, is or it is, that, based? is it I'm honestly deep inside, even though I don't want to admit it, I'm afraid of doing B, like it scares me, like it's out of my comfort zone, way out of my comfort zone, so I'm going to choose A, whereas, whoa, is B actually the right decision, it's just I'm scared of it, or is it that B is not the right decision, that's why I don't feel good about it, you know, like is it intuition, when you're trying to make a decision, is it fear versus not is it intuition is it logic is it emotions Mm -hmm. all different types of things honestly impact people's decisions i would say though that some of those things are in the moment like hey split second reaction whereas other like a majority decisions where you have time to think it comes down to either emotional or logical like i'm making this decision based logically or i'm making this based on emotions that i'm feeling Here's the thing about emotional decisions and logical decisions. So, for instance, should I work out, should I not? So, logical decision might be work out because it's good for you to work out. Healthy, yeah. Emotional is... Emotional <laughs> is I'm exhausted, I don't feel like oh, going to the gym, I'm work out. Work out. I'm going to get fat if I don't. I don't feel like it, but you, <laughs> could you, go turn, you could turn the emotional, I don't feel like going to the gym, into an emotional attachment of... of if I can't go to the gym right now, then ha- what makes me think it's going to be easier someday down the road that's going to be easier to start going to the gym then? If I can't go to the gym when I'm 20, in my 20s, 
in my teens, in my 30s? Why do I think it's suddenly going to become easy for me to go to the gym when I'm 40 and 50? Yeah. Like, when it's actually, I'm actually older. Why do I think it's going to somehow get easier down the road if I just wait? It's not. And so I turn that into an emotional decision of, I don't want to live an unhealthy life. And so I turn it into a positive emotional decision where I'm going to do this for my future. I'm going to do this for my health. Yeah. Because it's not going to get any easier if I wait till tomorrow. You know? Yeah, that's true. Um, if you had to split yourself into a little pie that was a percentage of emotional decisions and a percentage of logical decisions. But what about the other stuff? Or the other stuff. I wasn't really Intuition, planning on the other stuff. Just Emotional versus logical. Yeah. Let's just try um, out that pie first. I'd say 40% emotional, 60 logical. Yeah. I'd say I'm probably 95 logical, 5 emotional. Whoa. Yeah, yeah whatever. That's so not true. That's a Men lot. are way more emotional than they let on. Because their emotions affect their logic. And their logic... Their emotions is affected by their logic, and their logic is very affected by their emotions. And so it gets very confusing because your emotions will be an argumentative factor in your logic. And so to say that my emotions only affect me 5%, your emotions affect everything. Maybe how you're feeling in the moment doesn't affect your decision-making. When I'm saying decision-making, I'm talking about, like, in a response. Like, hey... Something happens, mm-hmm. and I'm responding to it. Mm-hmm. I like to believe that most of the time I try to respond in a very logical way, but there are times where I do fire back, and I'm more emotional, and I get more like into it. I do like angry a little bit. A little bit. I get a little fired up. Well, I think you angry. respond emotionally more than you think. But I think where you have a lot of virtue and merit is in that you actually have a very strong character and your emotions are normally very positive, which is why you normally have a very positive response. Mm-hmm. But I think you respond to things more emotional with your emotions more than you realize. It's just that you have control and you are proactive about having positive, healthy emotions. All right, we'll call it 90 logical, emotions. 10% emotion. What right. would you say for yourself, Raquel? Yeah. Uh, what was the question? Split it into percentages. How or much high? you think logical or emotional? Mm, that's really tough because how I'm feeling and my emotions affect my logic. So, for but like example, an emotional response of "Oh my goodness!" compared to mm, "My goodness!" Great. Do I need to? So the question is: Rhinos is general. Do I need to change? X, Y, and Z about my life, or do I want to keep going with it the way it is? If I'm feeling great, I'll be like, oh, my life's feeling great, so I'll just keep going. But if I'm feeling horrible, I'm like, oh, this is horrible. I need to change. I need to, you know, change something I'm doing in my life. That's emotional. Because, I know, but my logic is, if I feel horrible about something going on in my life, it's not right. I should be changing something. Cause but logical is pushing past the emotions that you're feeling either angry or happy right now. It's thinking about like... This is the smart thing to do. Yeah. This is the logical decision. It's not because you're feeling good of... about your life or you're not feeling good about your life. Right. That's emotional. But how do you decide what the smart thing to do is? Losing logic. And the right thing is normally ba- yeah, based on how you're raised. The smart thing is how do I get to my end goal? And people's end goal is varied. It could be, hey, I want it, I want to go, I want to be happy in life. 
I want to enjoy what I'm doing. And then there's temporary things. Like for me, it, there's temporary things where I have a goal mm-hmm. and this is what I have to sacrifice and what I have to do to meet that goal. And that goal is so important to me that I push past discomfort and all the things that are difficult and I keep working towards my goal. That's a short-term goal where yeah. you push past difficulties in order to achieve it. That's important. Just like I said, working out. Mm-hmm. You want to be healthy and fit, and you're not willing to push past not feeling like working out. You're not going to work out. But in a more broader, it could be another scenario where you're like, maybe you have a job, and you're like, I hate going to work every day. I'm not happy. <clears throat> You know, then you're like, maybe I should be pursuing a different career. Mm-hmm. Or every time I hang out with this person, I feel so like I hate the way I start thinking about life and I hate how negative I become. You know, that's different where you're, you are basing something off of how you feel. Yeah. You're like, I don't like how I feel. I don't like the person I've become. And it's kind of based off of emotions and feeling, but it's, it affects your logic because you base your logical decision off how you feel. Mm-hmm. I think you're expanding a little bit, but I hear what you're saying. Um, and I'd say we might need to continue to move on, but <laughs> you do have very good, deep ideas um, in but regards to... You guys to... don't respond to what I just said. You guys are just like, um... Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you could tie everything together and... Have you ever had reality. something happen to you in life? Where you were like, I hate who I become in this situation. I don't like who I am. So I have to use my logic to change and make <laughs> sure this doesn't happen. And I don't. I, I choose something else instead, you know? Um, like, what's an instance in life or scenario where you're like, I really don't like the person I became in that scenario? Not circumstance oh i think that is actually a question the decision making one when you made a bad decision that you regretted it's kind of similar but i just asked you a question okay you had a moment in life where you're like or phase in life where you didn't like the person you'd become and you didn't whether it's how you felt all the time the you just felt drugged down or angry or whatever it was and you used your logic based off your emotions to change your outcome and make a different decision. So I would say my example would be when I had basically hit a brick wall with studying for the CPA and I was emotionally distraught to where every day was just like, oh, I have to go to work, I have to then study. And I have no free time. I have nothing. I have no joy in life. I, I don't. I only have X amount of months to, to get this last test passed. And I just remember being very just like upset to the point where, in fact, Raquel, you were over. And I think I maybe shed one or two tears. because I was started just, crying. I was emotionally just done. Um, but I, I tried to use the logic and be like, is this something I need to continue to do? Or is this something I need to stop? And my emotional side was saying, just stop, be done. And my logical side was like, no, you've already done three tests. You just got to pass this fourth one. Yeah, but it, at the end of the CPA. day, emotions made that decision for you. Because no, you had... my logic did. No, you wanted it so much. You 
wanted to have that feeling of success and like I'm gonna be successful but that's what the someday. Logical side you want. But you're emo- it's emotional. You have an emotional attachment. But then to emotions the end control results. everything. In that case, in which case every saying, response is emotional. And that doesn't really fit our questionnaire. What was the end goal of getting your CPA? Why did you? Why did you ever want to become? Because a CPA? logically, it would give me the best chance Wait. of my career. Which is important to you. Why? Because if I have a good career, I can make good money. Mm-hmm. And that's not emotions. That's logic. What does money? More give you? money gives you more vacations. <laughs> gives yeah. you a bigger happiness. house. Emotions. Gives you more happiness. A better life. The life you want for yourself and your family. That is an end result of a logical yes. solution. Yes, but the reason why you want to become a CPA is so you can have a good career. Good career so you can make more money. Good money so you can provide a good life for your family, your wife, yourself, your future. And there's emotion and love and all these big emotions attached to your end result, which is why it's important to you. That's why you were willing to sacrifice two years of your life yes, to get CPA. But because you had some emotion attached to the end result. The end result. But and so the, emotions but affected listen, your logic. The decision making was a very logical one. I made the decision very logical. When I say emotions, I don't mean like how you are feeling in the moment. That I is mean what emotions I'm saying with this. as in what your heart was feeling. Yeah, but there's the logical thing for every single person in life is to go to college and get a job and have a good life. No, because some not people emotional. have the opportunity to have a great career without college. Well, I'm They're not logical. saying college, but I'm okay. saying the logical thing to do is to go get a job and make money and have a good life. That's for the logic. No, that's for everyone. Who who has the logic to be like? I don't want to have a job. I just want to be homeless for the rest of my life. No, that's not, not that. an emotion. That's no, a logical I, thing to. It's logical for go. everyone to find a way to become successful right. in life so they can be happy. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Just say that. That's a logical thing. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes. Who doesn't want that? Um, you would be surprised. There are some people that choose. Unless it's de- someone has depression and that is other very things over. Emotional. People choose to do drugs over do their schoolwork. Is that true? Yes, but that's they become they decide that's more important. A stereotypical thing is to have a successful life, which is a lot of everyone wants to be happy. And a lot of times a successful Mm -hmm. job gives you a successful life. You can live where you want. And so it it generally in what we're doing with our time every day, which is why they say your career is so important, is because it has to do with what you do every day and sort of your ability to make your have freedom and do what you want in life i guess here's a question that i'll ask that will hopefully explain the whole would you choose the answer emotionally or logically okay now you're not gonna like the question i'm just telling you that right now you're gonna you're gonna complain about it right from the beginning you're gonna say i don't like this all right but i i I will explain why there's a difference between a logical response and an emotional response to the question. Okay? Ready? Would you kill one person to save 100? Okay. Now, the logical response is, yes, I'm going to save 100 people. Of course, I'm going to kill one person. The emotional response is, no, I'm not going to kill someone. That's horrible. I would never do that. Okay? But then 100 people end up dying, not necessarily by your hand, but they end up dying. So the question is, do you save 100 people at the risk of you killing one? Would you? 
I don't think I would. Okay. Because who said that that one person's life is less valuable than those other people's lives? Correct. Because honestly, it could say. be a hundred convicts that live. No, just who's to say? It's I wouldn't. I think I would literally die of old age before I made that decision. I would continue <laughs> to look for a different way. There, but I would. I would. It's letting you know. Okay. There. You. You are in front of two red buttons. There's one person in one cage. There's a hundred people in the other cage. Who would you to kill? leave the room? You have to hit. A button. I would just stay in the room. And die <laughs> mm-hmm. in however many yep. days. Until I would, so now one I would person hope, did die, you died, nope, I would and you saved a hundred. I would continue to hope for something to help the situation until I literally fell over from old age. So that's a very emotional response compared to the logical no, reasoning. No, because that one person's life is just as important as those other hundred people's life. To say, because you're alone in the cage by yourself, your life doesn't matter. But yet all these other people's does. What I'm trying to describe an example Point of, though... is nothing to me. Is life is a life. I agree. But this is a very emotional Just response. You know. Now, if you said something like, potatoes, would you choose <laughs> to have 100 potatoes go to waste or one potato go to waste? I'd say, oh, let the one potato go to waste. Because that's a numbers <laughs> game. With people, it's not about numbers. Because a life is a life. So that's a very logical response. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I feel. I wouldn't. So the emotional comes out when it involves people. Yeah, because a, a potato can go to waste. It's okay. A lot of people get emotional when it, they're talking with other people survive. about, like, politics or religion, which is why we stay away from those conversations, because I feel like a lot of emotional responses come out of that when people get very fired up and get very triggered, as the word is. I don't is. know. It's a lot of emotion or just straight up? There's not a lot of logic going into those arguments. People have a lot of fear. And when they have fear, they become very angry and hateful. And a lot of times, that's what comes out when people talk about religion or politics. Uh huh. What would you do, Valerie? For the 100 people? Yep. Would you kill one? I don't want to answer that. You just say I go with Raquel's answer. I like Raquel's answer for that one, but I don't agree so with So with Raquel's answer, saying. you're going to be the one person that ends up dying because you have to stay in the room until you start uh, to die. Yes, I would to die. work to figure out a way All right. until I die. You guys ever heard of the movie The Imitation Games? Nope. No. Never heard Got of it. Got Benedict Cumberbatch, my favorite. Must be kind of a nerdy thing. <laughs> so what is it about? In World War II, I believe. Oh, I don't watch World War II. No, listen, listen, listen. Yeah. There I were, there were, there were a group of mathematicians <laughs> that basically built the first computer to break a cipher or a code that Hitler would send to his men so they could end up winning the war. Now, those men, once they had built the computer, had to decide what messages to stop, basically like what attacks to stop. That wouldn't affect the overall outcome of Germany knowing that they could break the system. So they actually had to let people die so that Germany wouldn't know that they had, you know, deciphered their code. So that's kind of an example of, it was, I think the British government basically would let people die, but they're trying to save millions of others by ending the war, you know. So they did a whole statistics thing on, hey, we can do this much without them figuring it out. Mm -hmm. So... Just an example of a very logical reasoning, which I would, I mean, yeah, my answer to this is, yeah, you're killing one person to save a hundred. Obviously, okay, let's say you kill one nice person to save a hundred nice people. 
You would choose the one person. Yeah, because if you kill one person and you save 100 criminals, like, you might be like, eh, I mean, come on. Yeah. Who knows? Um, which, nope. Okay. Mm, how can we train our brain to make more decisions that are emotional, do you think? Or logical? How can we train our brain to be better at decision making? Hmm. Um, hmm. I think the only, if I had to give you a single answer that would help a person with decision making and not, generally I say with decision making, it's better to say, what am I, what am I how am I being proactive in my life uh-huh. to put me, set me up for living life the way I want. It, we're not going to get into that whole thing as far as how are we proactive? How do we set ourselves up to be put in a position to make good choices. If we're not going to go that route, then I will say the one thing to help you make better decisions is you must have something called self-respect. You must have respect for yourself. You must have self-worth. And if you have that, you'll probably make good decisions. You must also, that's like the number one thing I would say, decision making. If I had to give someone one tip for decision making in their life is have self-worth, have self-respect. And I think if you have true self-worth and self-respect, you will also have that for other people. Mm -hmm. You will value other people and you will respect them as well. And so if you have that, you will probably make, for the most part, good decisions where you're not going to be hurting yourself or hurting other people. Yeah. So that would be my one tip for good decision making. What do you think, Val? What's what's a good tip for training on being good at making decisions? Um, I think looking into the future is the main thing because the future is affecting both like your emotions of what's gonna make you happy and it's logical. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So. What's gonna what do I want from the future? Mm-hmm. What do I want five years from now, ten years from now? Yeah. Yeah. Right now? Yeah. That's a good one. I'd say my advice would be to take your time and think about it. In regards to if, if you have to come up with a decision. So procrastination? No, no, no. <laughs> but the more important the decision. I'm good at that. <laughs> I can't make a decision. <laughs> the more important the decision, take more time to think about it before just responding Don't. quickly. Okay, I have like, a question for you then. Okay. So you say take time, and I agree with that, like marinate on it. Contemplate. Let it sink in because how you feel about it one day will totally change the next day, and you need to really give it some time. Like having a baby. No, Valerie, shut up. All right. <laughs> but what happens when you are, I should say, riding the fence in life because you can't make a decision, so you're on the fence instead of fully engaged in one thing or fully engaged with the other? Because it is important. You're like, I can't make a decision, so you're just on the fence in life. What happens then? How does a person not end up on the fence? You got to get off the fence, bro. How? Because they can't make a decision because... They did. I need more time. Give yourself a time limit. I mean, if you are seriously split 50-50 between two things, you might need to ask for some outside help. Someone can come in, possibly pose questions to you to maybe help skew one way to the other. (laughs) You know, you might not quite be thinking enough outside the box to fully answer your question. If you had, okay, if you were to you help somebody no make a decision, <laughs> How would I what do it? would you, what questions would you ask them? 
Okay, what's, let's say it's a career. Let's say we have Valerie here. She just graduated college. From high school. From high school. And she's like, what should I do in my life? Should I just go work somewhere and work my way up in the world? Should I go get a four-year degree? Should I go to med school? Should I be a lawyer? What should I do? Well, then you start posing questions like, okay, do you like doing school? Yes. Or no. How are you like doing school? Yes. Okay. In general. What do you want to do with your life, Valerie? I don't know. Okay. What if they don't know? Do what you if want they don't to? Know? Do you want to be successful and have know. a big house and nice car? Yes. Okay, so that means that you're gonna to need to have. Wait a like. Do you want out. this Lamborghini? <laughs> yes. There we go. Where do, do I, where want, do I sign? Do you want the piece of cake? <laughs> yes. Okay. Are you still hungry? No. Do you want the cake? Yeah, you're still hungry. <laughs> All right. So that means that you're probably going to need. Trick question. People. You're going to need. Like, well, if you want a nice that's house, a it turns out you're going to med school. <laughs> that's easy, though. Uh, let's let's say this. Okay. Give me an example. Okay. That's tough. That's hard. Like, make me really think about okay. it. Okay. Andrew is trying to. Let's say Andrew. No, okay? come on. We want to use him as an example. He's, he's trying to decide if he's going to start his own business mm. where he knows he has a very good chance of being successful. And over in the long term, he could make more money working for himself than for someone else. Say he knows that. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot more security in working for someone else. Correct. And he doesn't have to worry about finding enough clients. He just, there's security Low in risk, that. low reward. Low risk, lower reward. But long term, work, starting his own business right now, he could make way more per hour. He could be more flexible. He has more potential to make more money and be more flexible on the road because he has a career. This is not just like he's not an entrepreneur. He has an actual I career. I choose security. Hold on. Or you can work with someone else and only get paid so much, but it's secure. It's security. How do we help Andrew make this decision? What questions would we ask him? Mm. Mm. What do you Where do you see yourself in 20 years, Andrew? What do you want? What are the top five things you want out of your life in 20 years? Um, I want to be in my dream home. I want to own my dream car. Um, I want to be able to wake up in the morning and drink coffee and not have to be at work right away. Okay. Um, if I, yes, we will have kids probably in 20 mm -hmm. years. You want to have kids in 20 years. All right, mm -hmm. you have one more. Um, I would say that I probably would want to, in 20 years, be, be sexy dad bod. Have a sexy dad bod. Be financially free. Okay. Andrew, yes. will working for this other company get you there in 20 years? If I know. solely worked for them, probably no. Would working for yourself and starting your own business get, could that get you there in 20 years? Potentially. But right. it's a risk game. You don't know. So do you want to know Andrew's Could solution you? to the problem? Yeah. <laughs> Andrew takes the secure job for 40 hours a week, and on the weekends, he builds his own clientele okay. for his own business until his own business income starts to surpass his That's great. low risk, and then he continues How to build it How does Andrew there. do that and stay focused with what his priorities are in life? Because there's so many things to distract you. By like being a sexy dad. No, because you're saying here, <laughs> I'm going to work my job, and I'm going to also get my own job going, and I'm going to be very focused, I'm going to do all of it. How, are you gonna, how does Andrew do that and balance other things that are important in life and not get distracted. I think that it takes a certain kind of person to be able to balance. So honestly, Andrew a lot of just is good at it. Like, well, we're hoping he can. I feel like that way. the logical decision making allows you to think far enough ahead that you can plan for these kinds of things. 
And when you're busy, you're making good plans because you think logically. With your decision making. And not emotionally. How will you um, make time for family get-togethers if you're working on the weekend and during the week? So I'm assuming that I'm going to have a family in six to seven years. Is that what, we, that what we're thinking? Yeah. Okay. Hopefully by that point I will have my own. About your my, extended family. About them. Like when they're like, oh, come do this with us on the weekend. But really you have to be working on your clients. What, what are you, you going to do? do? You make it work. What do you do? You make it work. You just say, oh, I'll get those done. You wake up early, you work, or you work late. One of the two. Or you just are very good at your job. Depends how important your family is to you. Yeah. When are you going to do laundry and clean the house and go grocery shopping? Well, you do the grocery shopping, which is awesome. Leave it to the, the mommy. I'll let my wife do that part. And I do the laundry. <laughs> He's just working on financially stable in the future. Yeah, well, that's what I'm working on, too. Well, that's a good question. I mean, the whole, hey, you have two different opportunities or two different options. Which one do you take? And that is, I mean, that is a su- spot where you can kind of get stuck. And it might take someone coming in and asking questions because you're like, you know, you I really heard like the both. Phrase, too many cooks spoil the broth. I've heard. You no. heard that? Too many cooks just, in the kitchen. Just too many cooks spoil the broth. Like, I never heard that. It's a phrase. It's in like too many cooks in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Too many opinions ruin a good thing. Mm-hmm. True. Like, too many cooks, because the one says we need salt. The other one says, oh, but no one adds salt. The other one says, oh, I, I'm really thinking a Moroccan theme. We need to add some cinnamon. The other person says, ooh, I'm thinking Mexican meat. I got some I think beans. We get it. I think, yep. Too many cooks. You ever heard the phrase? I, Too many I now pots under- of boiling soup ruin the cook. Oh, my goodness. Because I, he can't no. physically make 500 pots of soup at once and have them all turn out well. That's correct. Did you make can he, those can he physically make 100 pots of soup and have any of them turn out well? I don't know. You, the moral no. of the story, kids, is you can't spread yourself too thin. Mm-hmm. Or guess what? The soup boils. You will try to do everything and be good at nothing. Or you can't spread yourself too thick. What? (laughs) (laughs) I can't just have one soup. It's too easy. No, No. that made no sense. That's like saying... You said like a hundred cooks on one pot of soup. Okay. It's too thick. Because eating healthy is important, that's all I'm ever going to do for the rest of my life. That's all I do is I, I, I wake up, work. I wake up and I just cook healthy food and that's all I do and I eat the healthy food and that's a life. That's my life. No, no one is going to live a life like that. We're saying doing push-ups is important. So the rest of my life I'm going to do push-ups and that's it. Yeah. Or brushing my teeth is important. Exactly. So all I'm going to do is brush my teeth Exactly. The rest of my you life. can't be too thick. No, that's not a good moral. No one should ever. Well then what was the moral with too the much of a good thing. 20 cooks that? on one. Too much of a good thing. Too many too much of a good thing. on one Everything. pot of broth. Too thick. Or too what, thin. What? Say that again. 20 Sorry. cooks on one pot of broth. Yeah, so if there were 20 opinions working on one small too little thick. pot of soup. Yeah, but we're not talking about Andrew's one person. Oh, well, well then why do you bring pots. it up? I don't know. I because it's a moral uh, story. The saying is, forget that. so if all Remember three of us story. were trying to... Decide my one decision. Dis- but that, that's not right, though. It's never three. Three is the magical number. It's a trio. <laughs> it's the mastermind. El trio. When, in a group of two or more, I am with you. That's what God that, said in the Bible. That, and that is, is true. But... In a group of two or more, I am among you. I think. Ooh. Yeah. Isn't that what it said? Yeah. And that's if why. more, you're gathered together. That's why you need your inner circle because when you're trying to make these important life decisions, people, you need good people around you. 
And that creates the mastermind. That creates God in your presence. And you're right. able to make a good decision. Final thing. So two thank is you a good for the, uh, Two or more. Two or more. Thank you for the not several... Not too thick, not too thick. Several <laughs> cook, cook analogies. Oh, we're done with you. Okay. <laughs> Final things. Have you come up with your stories about times you've made a regretful decision? Huh? <laughs> yeah, I told you at the very beginning. I don't think I was listening. Think of a time where you made a decision that you regretted. Okay. You're supposed to think this whole time oh, and come up with a story. That's easy. It's hard. I have so many. All right. Okay. Yes. You, what, what genre do you want? Go with the most, the most regretful one, where you regretted the most. I don't know which one's the Getting most. Married. What? I'm just kidding. Oh, Babe, you regret why did you married? say that, babe? You regret getting uh, married. That's not mine. You said that. That was a high-pitched voice I heard. Sometimes what do you think? I do think. Um, I don't want to say some of the things I regret doing because they could hurt feelings in this very room. Aww. And I don't want that. my feelings. Because sometimes when you feelings. say, hey, I kind of wish we didn't do this. <laughs> I'm not talking about our marriage, okay? I'm not talking about that. So you know, everyone thinks, oh, okay, well, that. my feelings are hurt now. I'm not talking me. about that. But some of the things like borderline yeah. regret doing that I'm scared to say out loud, I can't. I don't feel like I can say. Hence why you moving to this house. <laughs> Probably one of them. Yes. <laughs> say it louder. Uh. I can say it for you. No, don't. Raquel, a lot of bad juju. Raquel out there. does have one bad, but it um, I remember one thing though. I regret is just ever being nervous. Nerves are a good thing. But I remember, like in high school, like you're, like it seems like you're nervous all the time, and like you're. And I wish I would have just more been like enjoyed the moment and appreciated it, and been like. Instead of, like, I think any time you spend a good amount of time caring about failing, worrying about failing, or caring what people think, you end up wasting your life a little bit, wasting that moment. Correct. You have to let go of caring what other people think and worrying about failure. And I think any time we focused on being scared of failing, we really regret that. Whether it was... Maybe playing soccer and you're like, oh, I wanted to go do that, but I was scared of, like, missing it or I was scared of failing, and so I didn't, you know. Who are you talking about right now? <laughs> or maybe uh, you were something where you were scared of failing, scared and of so failure. you were you were paralyzed with fear instead of, you know, I'm going to do my best and I have faith that it will work out. Mm -hmm. nice. Any moment like that, I would regret. Cool. What about you, Val? Val? <laughs> Come on, Val. Um, I'm really trying to think hard here. Um, Having a boyfriend? No. Mm -hmm. This is really hard Mo to... Deal. What? Mo deal. Monopoly deal? Yeah, Monopoly deal. It's a fun card game. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, you ever regret being fat? Like, I had a fat day. i like, I regret that. Yeah. <laughs> that happens a lot. <laughs> I think about it. Sometimes um, I regret getting angry. Being really angry at a situation regret and regretting it because mom. you know that it just mm. hurts you in the long run. Yeah. You get I angry get at frustrated. mom a couple times. Yeah. Have I ever been angry with my mom? 
Well, when I was younger, she gave you the world. You were a little, you were her baby, and she gave you the world. I think your life was pretty good. The rest of us. (laughs) Time out. You were the baby of the family. We all know babies of the family get get the world handed to them. No, we don't. No, I'm kidding. Not not the world handed to them, but as they're when they're babies, like mommy, they have no one else to take care of but themselves. This isn't really, like, a regret, but this has definitely happened to me. Yeah. Like, it's not a regret. It's not a, I don't regret this, <laughs> but it, I, I didn't I, maybe I would change it if I, I feel it back. <laughs> I do not regret it, though. I don't like, you thinking I regret it's this. It's not that you say something behind someone's back, <laughs> but you definitely say something that you wouldn't want someone to know to somebody else. Did you say else. something behind someone's back? And then they him? Snapchat you, or one of their friends Snapchats you, and you're just really scared because they don't usually Snapchat you. Uh-oh. And what you're happened? like, well, shoot. Use but aliases. It didn't, it didn't, um... Use fake didn't names. tell us what happened. You said something. I don't even remember what I said. Um, and then so-and-so suddenly said, Hey, Val, what's going on? And you're like, Crap, I just said something bad about that person behind your back. Kind of. I think gossip is always bad. Yeah, gossip. I sometimes regret that. Engaging in gossip. Yeah. Ooh. Nice. Um... I would say mine, which is an actual story, because I actually listened to myself when I asked the question earlier, and wrote it down, because I had uh, the time to. losing your V-card. Nope. You uh, already said that to me, you were right. Yeah, so I tried to she come up a, with something new. Oh, he has a new one, guys. And this one is more tied in with decision-making. Doing drugs. And that is, mine was probably, one that I could think of was, after we lost a Central Christian, and I made the kids that played fall basketball run, the only reason why I regret that isn't, I don't regret making them run, they play fall basketball but it was a very emotional reaction on my part to the loss um and i didn't necessarily think about everything beforehand and i just i reacted and it was a very emotional decision trout lake or i thought it was a central that we lost to. yeah us coaching together proof that i make logical decisions and you make emotional decisions well that's just that once okay because uh, i said what are we doing once. we don't make decisions based off our emotions we make decisions based off what's best for everyone in the long run that's the five percent he's talking that's about that's the five percent or actually now ten percent i think that sometimes i get really conscious about keeping things in perspective yeah and sometimes you even though you make logical decisions, mm. what are you doing? Just feeling at home. <laughs> you <laughs> perspective of what your place is in a situation. Is it your place to be emotionally attached, or is it your place to never be emotionally attached With? to an outcome? Oh, like in a sport or something? Yeah, it's not your place as a coach to be emotionally attached to an outcome. Correct. It's your place... To I'm do more, the decisions is best for the team. I'm more emotionally attached to the kids' effort and if they're doing things correctly or right. not. Right, because a big part of coaching for you is I'm taking all my time to coach you and to give to you. Correct. And if you don't care, I don't want to be here. Exactly. And so if you feel like people don't care, then you're like, I'm wasting my time. Because yeah. we could get a babysitter for you guys. <laughs> That's an option. <laughs> Epic babies. No, I'm just kidding. Cool. Um, well, that was a good podcast. I don't know. I think we could have really just offended a lot of people. No, I... I always worry about that. Well, no. I mean, I we're obviously so. we're coaching soccer, and we do continue to coach. We're not done coaching because we think that. But, I mean, there are definitely... That's why we coach, and that's why we're so intense and emotional when the game comes. 
is again, it's not because of the result that we for sure care about, but if we get a bad result because of players not necessarily giving their all or not doing things right that they should be, then we get upset, you know? Um, so. Do you ever wish you would have chosen a different career path ever? Uh, my senior year of college, last semester, <laughs> should wish I had done investing with stocks and bonds and stuff. Why Do you that? still wish that? A little bit. Why is that? Because you can make a lot of money. And it's really fun looking. You can still do that, though. Easily. I could. Why don't you get into that? That was something I was planning on doing. Too many soups. <laughs> Too many soups. Cook. I also want to be a realtor. He I got mean. married. Y'all's, yeah, y'all's... that really threw a wrench. That did not <laughs> throw a wrench. Kidding. That was in your game plan. It was. It was not One of my goals. Ching, ching. All right. Anything else before we clock off until next week? I think we should ask Valerie. Anything else, Valerie? Nope. We're going to play tennis. tennis. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yellow balls, pink rackets. Here we go. Andrew's in charge of dishes. Oh, no. I think the podcast suddenly just cut out. Oh, my gosh. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>